are here. Thank you for that, Carrie. Your update. It's time for our community segment today. We've got Mary O'Call here talking all things 3PL with her chat call segment. Mary, thank you for joining us on this Tuesday morning. Today we're talking about detention, which is something that is easy in concept to understand, but is difficult in execution for a lot of folks across the industry. It gets costly quickly. Talk to us about it. Yeah. So, um, if for those that are potentially new uh, to the industry, uh, you know, detention starts. Carriers they get two hours of waiting for free. So basically, for two hours, a carrier is not getting paid to sit there and wait for a load. That's kind of like if you show up to work and your boss says you have to be here at eight, but you have to sit at your desk and stare at your computer. But we're not going to pay you until ten, and then you work your eight hours. So it's something like when I first heard about that, I was like, well, why don't people get paid for those two hours? And it's just the industry standard. It's what it is. So. It's something that um, I'm not the biggest fan of, but it is, I can't take on an industry and win. So we'll save that for another day. Um, But basically it's any time that a driver has to wait either at loading or at unloading. So there's times where drivers might have to wait like, I don't know, like six hours to get loaded and then four or five on the other end. And that's basically 10 hours that a driver has spent waiting, not necessarily driving. So that's going to delay pick shipments for pickup that's going to delay shipments for uh, drop off it's just going to it's really going to slow down supply chain efficiency and it's not what anyone really wants to deal with because also it's expensive because you have to start paying uh, i think depending on the contract anywhere from 50 to 100 dollars every 15 minutes that a driver has to sit and wait past that 2 hours yeah, this is well. First off, you can definitely take on the industry if you want to. It doesn't mean that you're going to win, but necessarily. Uh, moving to that, obviously, detention. No, nobody really likes this as well. But in terms of, say, for instance, working together to try and minimize this as much as possible, or anything that uh, shippers and carriers can do to try and keep that at, at those costs and that time to a minimum. Yeah. So shippers. Um no shade to shippers out there, but a lot of them don't necessarily see detention time as a problem. They know that people have to wait, but um, they just like, well, it's, they just, they're just going to have to wait. So um, those who have, usually those who have the biggest offenders um, are the ones that don't take it, don't, aren't actively working on it, you know? So uh, the best thing that you can do, especially if you're a 3PL or a freight broker or a managed transportation provider, is at those quarterly business reviews, maybe uh, ideally more often than that, but at minimum once a year, um, you know, touch base with your customer and say, hey, FYI, uh, this is how many times a carrier has sat waiting at your facility. This is how much money you've paid in detention for the year to do something about that. Um, because some will say, no, we don't care. And they can continue to wait. And that's fine. They, you know, sign the waiver. They say, we're totally fine paying tens of thousands of dollars to people to sit at our facility and wait because we can't load those trucks fast enough. Um, but then you have those who don't realize that it's that bad and don't realize how much money they've spent on it in a quarter, a month or a year. And, so that's when it kind of, when you start putting that dollar amount to it and they say, well, why are we spending this much? And it's like, well, your, your warehouses are loading it slow. Then suddenly that's where that expertise of that managed transportation, that 3PL, that freight brokerage comes in because that's where you can say, well, here's some things that we can do to really speed up this loading. And um, more often than not, you can really cut down your detention times. 
So Mary, one of those things that really helps with detention is a good scheduling system and the ability to stick to your schedules and your appointments that you make. Of course, that's almost impossible across the industry because there is no standard for how scheduling and appointments are done. There is a group, however, that is looking to change that. The Scheduling uh, Scheduling Standards Consortium, which is, of course, led by a partnership between Uber Freight Convoy and J.B. Hunt, along now with a bunch of other participation in the industry, is attempting to kind of set those standards, especially in just specifically the truckload space. It's going to take a big effort. They're taking on the industry, right? But they've got the power <laughs> to do that because they're massive. Are we expecting or can we hope to maybe see some improvements to detention into these charges if we do manage to get a standard scheduling interface kind of spread across the entire industry? So I love that they're doing that. And obviously they're going to take on the industry because they are much more powerful than just me. Um, But I love that they're doing that. And I love that um, they're working on making it better. I think the biggest problem is going to become in the application of follow through because they can say this is how it's going to be. But you're still going to have people showing up at two o'clock for a four o'clock appointment. You're still going to have people showing up at six for a four o'clock appointment. You're still going to have these issues um, that, you know, you're going to, you're going to need to work through. And although that's not every instance, but there's always something. Um, and I, I love that there would be a set scheduling thing. The biggest thing is just getting shippers and carriers to actually follow through on those appointment times. Um, but honestly, if first come first serve were to disappear, I'd be pretty happy about that. Sounds good there, there as well. But, um, Continuing on, moving on, seeing how things can be sped up. Say, for instance, if, you're a, if your brokerage is working with a shipper, kind of a different wrinkle to this as well. What can you do or does it fall on you to kind of help that process along? Um, I think it depends on what kind of relationship you have with that shipper. Like if it's literally just, here's my freight, move it. I don't like, we don't need <laughs> to have any extra relationship outside of that. Obviously, it's going to be a little hard. That's where you just have to kind of kick it maybe back up to your salesman or as an individual carrier rep go, Hey, you know, we're spending a lot on detention. Do you want to maybe not? And that's where that conversation continues on with that shipper because, you know, not all shippers are going to be receptive to that. They're going to say, that's great. Like you're contracted to move my freight, please do that. But if you have the whole managed transportation spot where you are setting up those appointments, you are booking those loads, you are kind of getting, you know, managing the transportation. That's where that, that conversation is a lot more easy to approach and have and talk about because, you know, you are a full partner with this shipper and you are just trying to work together for a common goal. So I think that it depends on kind of your relationship and it's not necessarily on the brokerage to, you know, make these solutions. It's just, they more often than not have the expertise and they have the data that says, Hey, this is a problem and this is how much money you're spending. And as a good partner, you want to, you know, be that cost saving measure for your shipper. So it's definitely something to bring up and uh, talk about. But uh, ultimately, if this sh- it's, it's kind of on the shipper to see that, see the data and say, Oh, wow, we've spent, you know, set $50,000 this year on just detention charges alone. And then to drill down and get more into why, which warehouse, um, because ultimately if the shipper's not willing to change anything, then it's just on that broker to say, Hey, more often than not, you're going to wait a couple hours here. And if you just tell a driver up front that it will, like that they will wait more often than not, you're going to cut off that screaming phone call. Of, I've been here for three hours. And I haven't even been touched. 
It's all about good communication at the end of the day. Mary, thank you for joining us this morning. We can catch a check call this afternoon at 1230 and we'll see you then. Thank you guys. Great to have Mary along with us there for Check Call again. You can also check out her newsletter there as well. We'll take a short break here. We'll come back with more Freight Waves now after this. 